Welcome to Ozarks Hates and Hooch. This ain't no fancy, academic, check your references kind of deal. We are two sisters from the Ozarks, sipping and spewing about Hanks, Hooch, and history. Hey everybody, and welcome to Ozarks Hanks and... Uh, we've record. Okay, let me tell you what just happened. We recorded this, and we were hilarious. And then we looked, and the microphone wasn't recording. So obviously, take two, Dina. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ozarks Haints and Hooch. This is Dawn. I'm Dina. <laughs> Hello, Dina. Has the big story today. Um. Let's see. We were talking about, I'm trying to remember. So we're still here in mom's basement, which yes. we laughed about. Because we sound like Wayne's World. So yes. Party, party on. on. <laughs> yes. And uh, I said that I, when I tell people where I'm staying and I say I'm in my mom's basement, it makes me think like sprout a neck beard and <laughs> be a gamer. And a headset, or yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Um, so let's see, uh, Elvis is running around here somewhere. Um, mom is upstairs and will probably scream down at us or at she, some point, at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, social media. We have Facebook and Instagram and a website, ozarkshaintsandhooch.weebly.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what else? Oh, we have a new patron. Yes. Our, yes. Say it. Honora Locke, who is my friend. And I appreciate it. Dawn and I both appreciate her patronage. Yes. And um, I'm just going to, I'm the one that is going to say, if you are listening to this right now and you've listened to this more than once, please, you know, you can even do as little as $2 a month or you can give us a lump sum, but we really, really need your patronage because we want to... We want to do some fun merch stuff. Yeah. We've got some great ideas, but we're so in the hole right now with um, hosting all of past episodes and stuff that that's not going to be possible. So, yeah, get on it, please. Um, what else? I think that's... Oh, we a release on the 1st and the 15th. Um, we know that this is going to come out on time, not like last time, but we're a little late again this time. Um, those patrons that are supposed to get early episodes, we're sorry. I'm going to edit it and then it's going to go up immediately. So anyway, be patient with us. Dina and I are both doing shows. Um, it is a hundred and something degrees today. It's supposed to be 107. It's so hot. That they have canceled the drama for this evening. Yes. Because who wants to sit in 107 degree weather? They have not, however, canceled the dinner show that no. I am in, so it's, I got to go to work. It's inside an air conditioning. Well, that air conditioning is worked, in theory. I know. Well, it works in the seating area, but not in the backstage back there. area. Right. So if we look like we've been swimming, that's why. Yeah. Um, okay. So the drink. God, this is so much more streamlined than the first time you yeah. did it. You guys are getting the <laughs> We're so professional. Version. Yes. So, I'm not going to... Uh, when I went looking for a cocktail for this theme, um, I found a couple of versions, and I went with the version that was the most... Uh, there were more uh, pages on it. Often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so... This is called the Hot Springs Cocktail. Guess what the story's about? Yeah. 
Um, and here's what it has in it. You take a half a teaspoon of maraschino liqueur. Let me just stop there for a moment and say that shit is $40 a bottle. If you get the right kind, which I read about it because I'd never heard anything about it, and the right kind is clear and $40 a bottle. There was one that was $50 a bottle. It's Italian. It smells like cherries. We'll get to what it tastes like in a minute. But half a teaspoon of that, one and a half ounces of white wine, a tablespoon of pineapple juice, and a dash of orange bitters. And you shake that all up in a cocktail shaker with ice, strain into a glass, and serve. So the picture is red. The drinks aren't. Mm -mm. They're, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm going to drink mine, probably. Yeah, I did. That's why Don I couldn't already, talk yeah. Don't early on. drinkers. Yeah. Um, so, it's fine. Um, so, I'm going to turn this over to Dina, since you know what it's all about now. Yeah. Okay, so, obviously, we're doing hot springs. And you guys know from the last, it might have been the last one, I talked about the fact that Scooter and I went on a belated anniversary trip for a few days down there. Um, this is going to be a little different than what I usually do. Usually I write out a story and then I read you the story. Um, I got overwhelmed and that's the best way to explain it. I sat down to do it on Sunday and, um, there is so much hot springs. It's a crazy, crazy place. Mm -hmm. And there's so much that I was like, I can't, there's not any one thing I can focus on and still get a whole like big picture of hot springs because there are so many areas down there that you could just do a story on. So you're going to take a walking so maybe tour. Maybe we will. Maybe yeah. we'll do that one day. Yeah. You're going to take a walking tour of the place we visited, but I will give you a little bit of history. Um, and we went, we went on a, a ghost tour and you know, we did some stuff at the, the, the Arlington. So I'm just going to start and we'll see where we finish at. Okay. So, I will tell you that we went down um, the first part of June, and we stayed at the Arlington Hotel. Um, a little backstory: When we were growing up, Mom and Dad used to take us to Hot Springs, and we yep. either stayed at the Arlington or we stayed at the Majestic. We all preferred, though, I think we all preferred the Arlington. I never stayed at the Majestic. Oh, oh I stayed Because it was Majestic. never open when I was, huh. it had fallen into disrepair oh. but they were still leading tours through it so huh. okay i think we had stayed at the majestic but we always liked the arlington because it's got um an infinity pool it's got a two-level pool and it's up in the like the i think i took a picture of it and i'll put it on the um on the website on the extras page but it's um like in the in the bluff and you have to like walk out on a bridge to get to it. And when we were there, we were the only people at the pool. So it was, it was, it's nice. Anyway, um, we went to stay at the Arlington uh, 27 years ago. We also honeymooned there. And um, we got there. And so did we. Do you know that? No, you honeymooned. We honeymooned. I mean, at the I Arlington. probably did that. Yeah. Know that. Yeah. Um, so we decided that we were going to get. Uh, massages and thermal baths and um, Scooter had never done either one of those things so if you ever see him ask him about that because he was super uncomfortable but anyway I got into the water the very very hot water and then she gave me a drink of water mm -hmm. from the faucet yeah and, and it was 8,000 degrees the water she gave me was 8,000 degrees uh -huh. and I was like oh 30 minutes in here I'm not sure I could do this 
it's really hot. So after my 30 minutes and me sitting on really hot water, sipping on really hot water, uh, she gets out. She gets me out and she goes, are you ready to, for the dry sauna? And I went, no, oh. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot do any more hot. So I laid on the thing for a little while and then she brought me hot towels and put a cool towel on my head. And that was amazing. But the hot springs, let me tell you, here's your history. Um, they are natural thermal springs and their average temperature is 143 degrees. So no wow. freaking wonder. And it produces 1 million gallons of water per day. Um, the Native Americans called it the Valley of the Vapors. Hmm. So, um, here's more. Spanish and French settlers claimed it in the 1500s and it was said that DeSoto actually visited in 1564. Really? Uh, yeah. And it's it, it was up um, north. essentially, it was the first national park. So um, President Andrew Jackson designated it as the first federal reservation in 1832. So and that, I didn't know that either. Yeah. It predates huh. Yosemite, right? I would think. Yellowstone. Oh. I mean, both of those things. Yeah, but Yellowstone's mm-hmm. a bit older. Yeah. Um, and even in uh, 1862... The during the Civil War, the capital was actually relocated to Hot Springs because the they were afraid that they were going to take a uh, little rock over. So from May sixth to June, oh, I can't read my handwriting. Twelfth in eighteen sixty two, Hot Springs served as the capital oh, of Arkansas or the whole oh, country of Arkansas. Okay, of Arkansas. So. Um, when we first got there, we did, like I said, we did our baths and then we were starving and we went and ate at, um, the grateful, what was it called? It's a pizza place and it is also built into, it's out of a little old house, but they've built like a beer garden on the side of it. And so it was the grateful something, the grateful dead pizza company. I'm not doing a very good job of, uh. Um, advertising advertising for them. for them but their pizza's really good i have a picture Here's of what it. i found oh my gosh siri quit talking maybe grateful head pizza oven and beer garden and i will also give you pictures of that it was very good so if you're ever there go go get some and then we walked around um the arlington is right downtown hot springs it's like the corner building it's it's very very noticeable. You you can tell which one it is. I will say that it is in a little bit of a disrepair, but they are trying to um, refurbish it. So anyway, we walked down and we noticed. I'd I'd read it before, but when we walked down there, there was haunted ghost tours, and so I was like, oh, guess what we're doing tonight? Yeah. So we did. We went down to the um, ghost tours, and they take you on um, a tour of the town. Um, and it takes you from the Army Navy Hospital all the way down to where the, I have to look up the name of it. It was, doo, doo, doo. there was a mortuary. Um, and it is called, just a moment, I'm getting there. Da, 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 da. Ledgewidge. The Ledgewidge Undertaking Parlor. So it takes you all the way down there. Huh. It takes you in a big circle. So um, I guess the first thing I'm going to hit on is the Army Navy Hospital. So literally the first thing you see, it is the biggest building I think I've ever seen in my life. And it's not just the building. It's the it's a campus. There are outbuildings and everything too on it. And so um, 
It was built by the government to house soldiers um, in during World War II. Um, let me get to let me get to my notes just a moment. Um, so there were, of course, um, injuries and illnesses from World War II, and then the Spanish flu hit too. Mm-hmm. And so, at one point, ninety percent of the hospital died. And this is a huge, it's like a 600-bed hospital. So 90% of those people died, and they all, they didn't have anywhere to put them. They had a mortuary down below, but when you have that many people die, they were having to stack them eight bodies high. Oh, my God. And so, because it's the, um, it's the government and it's the military, you have to go through hoops to get your get any information out. So the letters going home to the families weren't getting out on time to the point where the bottom body started to liquefy. Ew. And so our little um, girl told us that um, to this day, because I guess her best friend's mom was the realtor that, and let me tell you, don't think about going in there because Scooter and I just walked up the hill to see if we could like get better pictures. That's not really, we were trying to see if the gate was open. We walked up the hill, and here comes a little security guard. Uh, so it's camera. You are not getting in. And because it's Army, Navy, you probably will be in big, huge trouble if you so trespass. is it being used or no? No, it is vacant right now. So I'll okay, get into sorry. that. Yeah. Okay, I'm not just all that security. I don't... So when they went in to clean it up for the next thing, um, she says there's, two, there's a two-inch stain on the mortuary walls. And that's because there was two inches of body sludge. Ew. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. Um, so they did, like, I guess all the medical equipment and everything is still just in there. They didn't take it any of it out. So it was a rehabilitation center for a little while. And then, um, then it was the Arkansas Center Training Institute. And that was for special needs people. They were okay. using it for that. But it is so, I mean, there's still two inches of sludge in there right so it it is not anything right now oh, right God. so um i would think that would be a biohazard you would think so there is on oh it's abandoned arkansas i think is what it's called but there's a yeah abandoned arkansas and there's a the army navy hospital there is a youtube video of a gentleman getting to go in and video it so i feel like you probably could get access to it because obviously he did and if i would have known beforehand scooter and i probably would have tried to do that because yeah. it was really you know that place is haunted i mean it just looks spooky i will post pictures it really it just looks spooky so um as you're walking down um the it's not even a square it's just a main drag there of uh hot springs there's a little shop called the sopery and um it used to be a japanese tea shop in the early 1900s maybe even late 1800s so there was um a woman there named um violet bowles b-o-l-e-s and she was very beautiful and she was a waitress there and she had an admirer named Elmer Jones, I think is his last name. And, um, yes. Um, so he would come every day and he would make advances and she was very adamant that she was not interested in him, that she would just wanted to be his friend. And he would 
write her letters. He showed up. And I guess the um, manager of the tea shop got tired of him being there. And so he kicked him out and told him he couldn't come back. And that lasted for an entire day. And then Elmer came in with a gun and shot Violet twice in the face and shot oh. himself once in the throat. Ah. Yeah. So, but, okay, here's the spooky stuff. If, um, it is said that if you, women especially, if you go in there, so I've, I've taken a picture of it and I'll put that up there too. In the back corner, um, that is where the booth was that she was shot or the table that she was shot. And, um, pretty, pretty ladies, evidently I wasn't pretty enough, but pretty ladies sometimes feel a tap on the shoulder and it's said to be Elmer be trying to get your attention uh-huh. but i think skitter was standing too close to me and that's why i didn't <laughs> i did ask them if i could i those people thought i was crazy but i understand i mean when you come up and go hi i run a, a podcast called ozark saints and hooch and i would like to run my ghost box in your building is that okay yeah. and they were like sure <laughs> Yeah, but at okay. least you asked. You didn't just I'm, do I'm it. I'm doing somehow. it. So, um, so that happened December second, nineteen twenty-two. So it is a real thing that happened because they have, and he was. I think they're both um, buried in the Greenwood Cemetery, and um, so so anyway, there's a there's some information. I think I've got some links. Um, a great, great niece, I think, ha- has written an article about it and the fact that it's her, fa- it's not just a ghost story, it's a real life that, you know, it happened to her family. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, so then if you go not even a block, you are at the Kenneth Adair um, Park, which, by the way, at night, um, it turns into a homeless. That's where the homeless sleep. Um, and um, in fact, hot springs at night is scary. I told Skitter this last night they were there. I said, I'm really glad we came. This was great. But I would rather go to your springs because I don't really feel safe here after after dark. Yeah, um, they, it's, not, it's not during the day. I mean, you see them, but they're walking around. But at night, they just, I mean, they're sleeping bags. Camping and out. Can't, yeah, right right mm-hmm. there in the middle of the park, in the middle of the ghost tour. So there were homeless people on either side of us while we were getting this tour, which mm-hmm. was a little, I don't know, unsettling, I guess. But anyway, Kenneth Adair Park used to be where the stagecoach stop was. And the Savoy Hotel was, if you're standing in Kenneth Adair Park looking out towards the road, it was on the right-hand side. So um, there's big archways in the bricks, and that's where the uh, where the stagecoach, they bricked them in, but that's where the stagecoaches ran in and out. Mm. And it's a big, like, rock and um, crystal shop. So you can oh, okay. go in there and look around. But the second floor was the Savoy Hotel. So there's a gentleman named Dax Ward, and he took a bunch of great photos of the abandoned Savoy Hotel. So that is also somewhere on the, uh, the website that you'll be able to go look at those photos because they're very interesting. Um, but anyway, so there was, it was, um, the Savoy also was a little bit of a brothel. Um, and so you have the stage coach down below the brothel up above. So in 1910, nope, 1913, I'm sorry. Somebody knocked over an oil lamp and it started a fire and it killed 12 people in there. 
They were trying to get to room number seven, which you can see the window in one of my pictures. You can see the window of room number seven. Um, room number seven, there was a man in there, and um, when they finally got to him, he had passed, and it had gotten so hot in there that his hands had melted to the window. Oh. And at some point, he had leaned into it, and his hands and his face ah. actually melted to the window. So, um, it is said that between midnight and 3 a.m., you can hear the man crying for help. Oh, um, and there's also disappearing silhouettes in the pic in pictures. I'm, I'm not sure. So, like, if you take a picture of that room or of that window, sometimes a silhouette will appear. But mm -hmm. if you go back, it, it's it's gone. Hmm. So, um, let's see. Let's talk about. So, there's two twin buildings. And the only thing I could tell about the, or one really tall building, it's the building that's in the very first shot of the Superman, of the Christopher Reeve Superman. Oh. There's a building, and it was built by Al Capone's grandfather. Well, interesting. Yeah. But she didn't know what the name of the building was, and I couldn't go back and find it. It was just a tall building. I do have pictures of it. Um, but it's it's probably one of the, if not the tallest building in Hot Springs. It's one of them. That. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to pass up the Arlington and come back and, and stop there. Um, I'm going to go to the candy corner. So this is the Ledgewidge, um, undertaking parlor. So at some point, Hot Springs was like Eureka Springs where they were bringing people in to cure all their illnesses because of the water because of the hot springs right just like eureka springs the same thing they were using the mineral waters to cure people except of course it really wasn't curing anyone and so there were a lot of deaths and they also started it used to be when it, when they first discovered the springs people would just go to the springs um but as it got more popular they started buying up, the locals started buying up the springs and then charging people. So then it got to the point where you had to have a prescription to, um, to get water. Oh. Yeah. So, so, mayor, oh, I can't, where's his name? There was a mayor that was mayor for like 20 years and he was dirty, dirty, dirty. And so he had made it the rule and I mean, I'd say unspoken, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really, um, unspoken. He had made it that, um, the buildings had to be two stories. And the lower building was where you got your prescription for the mineral water. And then the upper level was a brothel and you had to serve whiskey. You had to have a, a second floor for the brothel. You had to serve whiskey, and you had to prescribe for the buildings. Wow. Right? Yeah. So, um, above the Ledgewick Mortuary, still the same thing. So, there, um, on on there, oh, where is it? I think it's on my phone. On there, um, their tagline was, we get you coming and going. <laughs> and it was actually on their building. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, it was a drive-through mortuary. So many people started dying, they, and it was such a lucrative business that 
they drove through. There was like a, the alleyway they made. I'm using my hands for all of you people that can't see me. Um, there was an alleyway, and on both sides of the alleyway, it was glassed in. And so you drove your carriages or your little cars down the alleyway, and there was your loved one. And that's... Oh, so you could how, see them? That's how they viewed them? That was your funeral service. Yeah. Wow. It was 30 minute services, funeral services. Wow. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, yeah, we get you coming and coming. Um, the girls were called Rainbow Girls, and they were the highest paid ones. Um, the Majestic, the Bell Rose. And yeah, they said that they, they had to provide whiskey and prostitution. Those were the rules. Okay. Yeah. Well weird weird right okay and okay i think i'm gonna end on the arlington so we went and stayed at the arlington we were in the older part like um and so like i said it really it's it, it needs some work they are working on it so i would like to go back in a few years when they've refurbished it and here my husband and i are it's like midnight and what are we doing <laughs> we're walking around looking at the They've got like a miniature museum almost of um, like old menus and service wear and stuff like that. And so, yeah, midnight, we're we're such big party animals. What were we doing? We're looking at the the history stuff. So there's also um, a basement in the um, Arlington. So the Arlington is how many, how many stories? I have. it's like 14 stories so originally it was built across the street in the park and it was i do have all this it was the biggest um hotel that they had seen it was first completed in the eight in 1875 three stories 120 room it was the largest in the state and then later another hundred rooms were added um and that was uh circa 1880 but in 1893, a fire took that out. So they built a 300-room Spanish Renaissance structure in the same place. That also was destroyed by fire on April 5th of 1923. So the current 1924 building was built where it's at now. But that is the third life of the Arlington Hotel. Mm-hmm. And, oh, here it is. The 20-year tenure of Mayor Mayor Leo McLaughlin, and he was mayor from 1927 to 1947. And he was the one that did the, you have to have whiskey, you have to have a bordello. Okay. Yeah. So, there were, um, by 1930, there were at least seven houses of prostitution in operation in downtown Hot Springs. So, that brings us to gangsters and baseball players (laughs) and... Um, so gangsters, there were uh, there were a whole lot. Al Capone, Lucky Luciano, um, there were a whole lot. Some uh, a guy that was with Mall Barkers, his name started with a K. I'm not sure. I've, I've I know we got to do Mall Barker one day. I think I'm down to do that at some point. So, but anyway, um, the Arlington is on the opposite side of the street as. Um, Al Capone's, he had a nightclub that he was part ownership in. And so he had his own suite on the fourth floor in the front of the hotel so he could look out and see what was going on, like his front windows. Or, and so my my husband, 
um, just went up to the people at the front desk and went, hey, she runs a podcast. We want to go look at the Al Capone suite. Can we do that? And they were like, yeah, sure. And they just gave us a key. <laughs> so, hey. so we did. We went in there, ran my ghost box. I got some hits. Um, so there is, in the closet of the bedroom, there's a locked door, like a padlocked door. So that's his escape hatch. And so that room is up against the stairwell. And so you would think that that doorway would come out at the stairwell. So we went and looked. Oh, it doesn't. There's no doorway there. So the the story is, is it goes all the way down to the basement and there's tunnels underneath the, the highway or the road, the main road, and it goes to his club. Now, wasn't Al Capone also in the Basin Park Hotel? Wasn't oh, that probably. The- I think so. I think and he had an escape hatch. Probably okay. everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, he was yeah. all over Arkansas, yeah. evidently. Um, so some of the other stories about the Arlington. Um, my, my, once again, my poor husband. Um, oh, I was going to tell you. So the original owner was Shady, and he burned... <laughs> the story is... Now, you can't find this in, like, any of the like the Arlington website or anything. But so that third hotel, the guy that built that third hotel where it's at, he wanted the rights to that hotel. And he want, he tried to buy the previous owner out and the previous owner wouldn't sell. So he burned it down. Oh. And then he was dirty and he was able to get the deed. And before the next morning, he had already had that land signed over to himself and he built the, Uh. yeah, he built the third, the third life of there. Um, so some of the ghost stories, um, so there's a man, there's a man in the laundry room in a black suit that will speak to you and then disappear through the door. And so <laughs> I made my husband go ghost box at, you know, midnight or whenever it was. And we went up and ghost boxed and we were sitting on the, like the sixth floor. Just, you know, we were just picking floors to sit at. It was supposed to be the even numbered floors are the most active floors. So we were at. Weird. Yeah. I think we were, we were on f- seven. So we went down to six. And so I was sitting there and a laundry guy came through and I said, hey, <laughs> hey, um, have you had, I gave him the whole spiel again and I said, have you had any experiences? And he goes, yeah. He said, sometimes the doors rattle and there's nobody there on the other side. Uh. And as he was walking off, I said, have you seen the man in black? And he goes, nope, and I don't want to. <laughs> like oh, okay and he did tell us that the laundry was downstairs in the basement like where those shops are and the beauty shop and everything oh right golly so, yep mm-hmm. so we did go down there and we sat and i did get some um i did get some uh some hits on it um i mean did i see a ghost no did something talk to me on the ghost box or did the my the app decide to talk to me on the ghost box yes that did happen in almost every room um what else was I going to say? I had something else about the Arlington. It just kind of... Hmm. So, okay, oh, this is why we went to the sixth floor. One of the ghost stories that they told us on the ghost tour tour is um, the sixth floor, there was a young couple with a baby staying on the sixth floor. And um, 
Instead of getting the baby out of the stroller, she had fallen asleep, so they left just left her in the stroller by the bed. And they had gone to sleep. Well, they heard a noise in the middle of the night, and the man woke up to shake her to, to try and get her back to sleep or to take her out, and the baby stroller was across the room. Uh. Yeah. So they, they didn't stay in that room. They decided that was, that was not... Um, Maybe the baby wanted a different perspective. I guess she was doing yeah. with her hand. <laughs> roll it. Trying to roll across. So, um, and then we, we walked the hot springs. Um, there's like a walking tour you can mm-hmm. go. Um, it was kind of hot the day we were there, but we did. We walked it. It's very pretty. Um, like I said, it's kind of scary at night, though. It is not. But it's kind of got a similar history as Eureka Springs. I mean, in a way, they're yeah. kind of too, um, yeah. Except Eureka has kept, I don't know. Like, I'm not afraid. I was ne- well, I've never. Well, there have been times in Eureka's history, though, that it, was it was scary. Pretty creepy, yeah. But yeah. not, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. There's also a fountain um, in the wall between, I didn't even talk about Bathhouse Row. And, I mean, that's it. I'm, we're getting into 30 minutes here. Of me just talking, and I haven't the bathhouse row. There's like six or seven bathhouses that that's all they did was um, sell bathhouse time. I mean, so is um, the majestic still open? No, it burnt. It burnt oh, that's right. Ground. That's right. That's yeah. right. God. So yeah. the Fordyce bathhouse, um, it has been turned into a museum. And it is probably, I mean, I guess it's probably been refurbished because they've turned it into a museum. But Scooter and I were like, this is better shape than the baths we were in at the Arlington. Uh, but they did let, they let you, you can go on a tour and pay for um, the park ranger to walk you around. Or you can just go on your own tour, mm-hmm. which is what we decided to. And it, I mean, it's very cool. It, there were some people with some money. So I'm wondering, you know, because of the betting and the races down mm-hmm. there, I just wonder if that adds to the kind of more seedy, maybe. And that's, I mean, the horse races are there because of the gangsters. That's what, yeah. you know. Or and there, and there a dog track, there. too? I don't uh, Oakland is a horse racing, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But there I weren't any live races going on when we were down there, so we didn't go. Um but the bath the bathhouses are really cool. In fact, I got mom. You can buy big jugs. Um, what are they called? Grinders? Is that what they're called? No, growlers. Growlers. I knew it started with a G. <laughs> that you can buy big growlers, uh, and it's going to be in our picture with our drinks um, uh, at the bathhouses. And then you can go in the middle of the park. There on the main strip is a water fountain that you can, and it's a hot spring fed water fountains so you can go buy those growlers and then fill your growlers with mineral mineral water, water. Mm-hmm. so that's what I, I brought mom back a growler full of mineral water so that's it that's my story well, I, that was good yeah. i mean i didn't know and uh, the last time i've been to hot springs was when i was five in 1984 <laughs> yeah okay um, weird because i was in fourth grade <laughs> yeah i know uh, yeah, so I don't, I didn't ever know any of the history. Um, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. It makes me want to go back down. Yeah, there's so much, um, I'm just, there's so much more in depth I could go into each of those things that I talked about. And like I said, I barely touched on the whole, the 
um, the museum at the Fordyce. It's neat because they have, um, they have uniforms of the people and everything's been refurbished. I have a picture of Scooter laying in a tub. I don't think he was supposed to do that. But, because the park ranger was coming and I was like, hurry up, get out the tub, we're going to get kicked out. Funny. But, yeah, and, and in the middle of the Fordyce, on the top floor, you can go, they could go outside, and um, the men's half, you they could um, sunbathe naked. That was what, oh. it, and then it was um, divided by, like, plants, big plants and stuff, and then the women's had, but they were discouraged to sunbath naked because, because well because at that time tans were not considered um beautiful beautiful yeah, yeah. pale skin was considered yeah so they were they it was on the shader gear side of the the bathhouse so they would just sit out there and read mm -hmm. and drink cocktails God, i guess i yeah that'd be great i'm sure somewhere in the world there's places like that that you can go i wish i could yes you know yeah. Well, and one of the bathhouses, I can't even remember which one it is now. It's still a bathhouse. The rest of them are either, one has been turned into a restaurant, um, one is the museum, one is being refurbished for something, and then there's one that is actually still a bathhouse. Bath yeah. But, I mean, Skinner and I went in and looked at it and priced it, but paying money to bathe with a whole bunch of strangers, yes was not for us <laughs> we're like yeah. no i don't think i'm gonna do well, that it's the novelty yeah. of bathing in mineral water and if they bring me cocktails maybe while i was doing it but there were no cocktails to fall, be had you'd, you'd drown i don't i mean i didn't need a whole lot of cocktails <laughs> i just wanted like one or two oh, funny <laughs> yeah that's really good that's really good well you know so when we toured all those hotels in Eureka, I mean, they mm -hmm. got bathhouses. Yes. Kind of. And the same thing. I mean, I think they make you drink the hot water and it's. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was really surprised when she was filled it up from the faucet that oh, no. I was bathing in and then handed it to me and went, drink this. And I went, okay. And I will say that she, my bath attendant, when she sat me down and I was cooling off to go get my massage, I, my spiel again. And I said, so is it haunted? And she goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, okay. So what happened?" <laughs> and she said, "Well, one night, she said it was a Sunday night, which was funny because we were there on a Sunday." She said, "One night on a Sunday night, I was here by myself, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna. They're allowed to, you know, take baths and stuff when the when it's over." And she was like, "I'm gonna take a bath and sit here and and kind of relax after my day." And she said, "All of a sudden, I was sitting there in my bath, and she heard rustling like people. Somebody was going through papers, like a box of papers." And she goes. We don't have papers in the bathhouse. It's water. Why would we? We don't keep anything yeah, paper right, right. here. She said, so I got up and got dressed and decided that I didn't need to bath by myself anymore. <laughs> Gosh, that's so interesting. Huh. Well. And let me tell you this. because okay. this, So I'm laying there after the bath and I didn't do the dry sauna. Scooter did the dry sauna. Oh, but I was like, thing. no, no heat for me anymore. But then they come and wrap your extremities and hot towels right but then they put a cold one on your face so it kind of evens i well i wasn't dying so i was laying there and they're piping through like old jazz music right through and i'm laying there and all of a sudden i hear it had to be you oh. it had to be you and i was like no 
<laughs> yeah. So the explainer to that is that's what Dina and I have to sing in the show that we both yes. do. And I was yeah. like, it's everywhere. I can't get away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. That's lots of good history. Um, and yeah. Some scary. So lots of, and some scary. And some scary. Yeah. Lots of, I guess, where gangsters are, ghosts are going to be. And yeah, well, and the people that died. Hospitals, yeah. yeah. Civil, and the Civil War stuff. And yeah. it was just kind of, it was shady and sordid. And, and people were dirt. Not dirty, clean, but just dirty morally. Yeah. Well, that was kind of Eureka Springs, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. There were Brodellos. That's what the palace yeah. was. Yeah. It was just a whole different. Huh. Well, thanks, Tina. Yep. Um, I do want to mention kind of on a whole different subject, and I don't know if you know this, we should be there, but, um, right now the Smithsonian is Mm -hmm. featuring the Ozarks and I've been jealously looking at my friends who are up in DC right now. So Terry Sanders is there. Mm -hmm. He was sent up there. And then Curtis Copeland, who, um, is, I don't, I don't know what his title is, but he started, the Society for Ozarkian. Yeah, I saw that. He's there also, and he works, um, well, both of those men actually work at Shepherd of the Well, so, so Bo Brown is up there, who's a wild food forager and teacher, and he, um, he's got books out that you can find on uh, Amazon. I know him, and the Ozark Mountain Daredevils are up there, um, those boys. The doctor that you know. Oh, Brooks Blevins yeah. is up there, the god of Ozark's um, history. <laughs> Caitlin McConnell is up there who writes Ozarks Alive. She's responsible for, I think, I mean, really make, making the Ozarks um, in this day and time. She is preserved so much. Violet Hensley, you know, the fiddle player that's like in her 90s. Oh, okay. So she's, she's not up there, but they zoomed her performance in because oh. she's she's not. Um Meredith Cisco, the storyteller, who's an older lady from around here, is up there. I mean, it's like who's who of the Ozark folk world is up there right now. And so <coughs> I'm proud that they finally, I always say in, in a lot of my studies and writing, you know, we know so much about Appalachia. It's kind of, and if you live in the South, that's all they talk about, Appalachia, Appalachia. Okay, cool. But I think we're just as important and we've sort of been neglected and so as the Ozarks, I mean. And so I'm glad, I'm really glad that, that, the Smithsonian is recognizing mm-hmm. that and yeah. everybody's up there. So I'll just say I put in an application to do Granny's Fix It and didn't. But I'm, you know, they, they've been doing this their whole lives. I've just kind of come back around to it. So that's how I'm justifying that that's okay. <laughs> She's not Maybe mad. they'll do it again by the time I turn 50 and then I can go back up there. <laughs> Dina's rolling her eyes. They just <laughs> fell out of her head. Uh, they did. Because <laughs> then I started doing math and I was like, that's not possible. Uh, all right. Well, thanks you guys so much. We'll have another one in a couple of weeks because I know what I'm doing. Oh, look and at I her. bet you've never heard of it. All right. Um, and yep, find us. We are going to, uh, we're going to try to release twice a month. Please become our patron. We need you. We need you. We need you. Yep. All that. Um, and find us on social media and tell us what you want to hear. We'll get around to it one day. Yep. So uh, I guess it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. And remember, if you liked it, tell all your friends. But if you didn't, keep your big mouth shut. shut.